Hello and welcome to the lesson stack and today we're going to talk about catastrophizing. So catastrophizing is a student behavior and you will find it's really prevalent in particularly in skill and creativity based learning. So if we take, um, let's take an art class as an example. Let's imagine your students are going to make some drawings over the course of a lesson and at the end of the lesson you're going to do a critique. Now some of your students will be unhappy with what they've done and at that point they can either feel productive like they've learned and they know how they're going to improve next time or they can catastrophize and catastrophizing is when they say I hate this, I'm no good at this and you'll find that beyond that it's very difficult to get anything out of them because they just feel like they're no good. Um, now this is a really important thing to get right when you're a teacher and it's a really easy thing to get wrong and I know because I've got it wrong so I can speak from experience on this. The most important thing for you to get right as a teacher is to cultivate a room where the grind is respected. Now the grind is what I call that work where you are putting the time and the effort in to learn a skill but you're not necessarily producing finished or polished results. That's the grind and it's a really tough place for students to be in for long periods of time. But the reality is when you're learning a skill like drawing, when you're learning a creative skill, when you're learning even a physical skill, you can spend a lot of time in the grind and it can be really tough for students. Now. What I want you to do as a teacher is take a moment to reflect and think how often am I openly respectful and encouraging of the grind in my class. Now one of the things that you can do kind of as the opposite of this is to overly focus on students who are producing good and finished results and this is a mistake that I've been guilty of in the past and what you can do is kind of pick out those students that have done good work and then hold it up to the class and say, look at this. Once you've been through the grind, these are the kind of techniques that you're going to be producing. And this is really well-meaning and I've done this many times, but the problem with it is very simple. When you do that, you are saying that the results are more important than the process. And at this stage in learning, that's not true. The process is everything at this stage. And having students that are comfortable being and maintaining that process um, is really, really important. So when you are a teacher and you're looking for uh, students to volunteer some of their experiences to feedback on, the first thing I want you to do is ask for students who have been in the grind today to tell us about their struggle. And I want you to normalize this struggle and have students talk about it openly. Now, it's going to take a lot of encouragement, so I'm not expecting you to straight away have a classroom where everybody suddenly starts talking about how tough it is to draw and so on. But I want you to begin to normalize it and I want you to really be encouraging and supportive of those students who will share their experience of the grind. And I want you to hold up as examples as often as you can those small wins that they've got out of the grind. So, you know, perhaps last week they were really struggling with shading and this week they've improved on their shading. Now maybe their form and their reproduction still isn't great, but they're happy that this thing that they've been wrestling with has shown improvement. And as a teacher, Holding this up is um, really powerful. It's a really good tool. 
Now that's not to say never hold up good examples, like good examples are great and other students can learn from them and they can be inspiring, but you need to find that balance and you need to make sure that the students know that it's the process that is important, not necessarily the end result. Um, depending on what stage they're at in their learning, but really it need, it's key that they need to embrace that process. The second thing that you can do for students that have begun to catastrophize is they need to be regrounded by you as a teacher. So what I mean by that is students can kind of, um, they'll rise above the technical task in front of them, they'll begin to disassociate with it and they'll turn on themselves. And one of the reasons for this is that when they see their work, they look at all of it and they say, this is all terrible. I wouldn't even know where to begin fixing it. Now, your role as a teacher at this point is not to fix everything, right? Do not try and take on that task. Your role is to reground them onto one thing that they can focus on. And the simpler, the better. And this really comes back to this idea of a learning objective being like a tennis ball. And when you're the teacher, if you want your student to catch three tennis balls, do you throw them all at the same time or one at a time, right? You throw them one at a time. So when your student is catastrophizing and you're working on regrounding them on this problem, number one, they need to know that you respect their grind and that struggle. And number two, um, they need to know that there's just one small thing for them to work on to get them back into that process. Now. I don't want to say that that one small thing is arbitrary, but like um, it doesn't need to be like there's no one key that will fix everything, but there is that one key that will get them back on the process. And it's really important for you as a teacher to steer them towards that thing that's going to get them back on task. Um, and like you'll get an instinct for what that thing is. And not, not in your mind, you're not going to fix everything with this one tweak, but you're going to get them back on task. And that's what matters. So the last thing that I want to emphasize is just that when you're teaching anything that's creative or skill based, whether it's a sport or um, an art or an instrument or music or anything like that, that there is always going to be an element of dissatisfaction in the grind and it's not your job as a teacher to eliminate this, that dissatisfaction but there's a big opportunity in there for that struggle to be recognized as a meaningful experience and that is really important for you as a teacher so whenever you're teaching a subject that has that grind to it and you have the students that are going through that struggle Bring them together after every single session and just say, just emphasize to them, I see your struggle today and I'm here for it and I'm really proud of the work that you're doing. And that's just going to make sure that they know that they're not always going to be happy with their results. They're not always going to be feeling really happy with what they've achieved in practice, but that you are there in that struggle and that they are there um, especially if it's a team sport with each other in that struggle and that it can be a really powerful experience so that's where I want you to get that catastrophizing mindset too that's the goal now it's not easy and it's not always possible and there are times when your students are going to be tired from other things going on in their lives and it's going to be a big ask to ask them to feel good about that grind and sometimes you're just going to get them through it 
But there are going to be other times when that grind is going to be a really empowering and meaningful experience for them. And that's your North Star. That's where you're trying to get to as a teacher. Okay, uh, thank you for listening. I hope that was helpful. And I will see you next time.